1: A big announcement in business, Canadian business, Canadian telecom, this being the approval from Francois-Philippe Champagne, the Minister of Innovation, Science and Industry. He has given the green light to the merger of Rogers and Shaw. That has some people a little bit concerned, others saying, uh, you know what, this means uh, just a new direction going into the future, a strong future. Let's bring in Ben Kloss. He is a PhD candidate, researcher at Carleton University's School of uh, Journalism and Communication and is researching telecoms in this country. Ben, good morning, our time. Thanks for joining us. And uh, first thoughts, first blush on this. Not unexpected, but uh, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, Good morning, Bruce. Uh, You know, it isn't unexpected. Uh, But it's it's still a disappointment. You know, the minister is an elected official who's supposed to be representing the interests of Canadians. And when two telecoms merge, both of whom are owned by billionaire families, I think it's pretty clear who's benefiting and who isn't.
1: There are many groups out there and many uh, people taking a look at this and saying it is going to hurt the average person, the consumer, especially when it comes to things like rates. Uh, The minister is saying that's not the case. And in fact, he's got assurances that uh, if that ever came to fruition, there would be some really big penalties for companies like Rogers. Uh, Does that not give you any faith or trust?
0: Well, you know what, uh, I'd like to be able to trust him, but I think we all know uh, who really wins out when you sign a contract with your telecom company. And so I think it's actually laughable that the minister would get up in front of Canadians and suggest that he's standing up for their best interests, waving around a contract that he signed with Rogers. The substance of those commitments uh, in those contracts are really nothing new. Uh, and ministers come and go. The idea that this is uh, something that's going to uh, you know, really be enforceable is debatable uh and as well you know the the thing you have to keep in mind is that Canadians are already paying some of the highest rates for mobile service in the world we're not looking so good on the home internet front either and so you know to the extent that he could even claim there is going to be some improvement here we're really you know we've got a long ways to go before we're we're competitive with uh some some of our peer nations
1: now, groups like Open Media, and we'll talk first about the internet. They've already come out with very strong statements saying uh, this is a major blow to the internet in this country. Uh, what do you think? And what has your research actually told you about this in terms of telecoms?
0: You know, I think it's it's kind of disappointing, Bruce, because uh, the research shows you know that throughout history, these industries um, have been highly concentrated. You know, they don't. The economics don't really permit for so much competition, especially in Canada. You know, we're looking at bigger countries like the United States uh, trying to maintain a domestic industry. So it it historically hasn't been so great. But in the past, uh, I think about 10 years, um, the government has been pursuing this policy where they're promoting increased competition in the marketplace. And there have been some positive effects. And we've started to sort of see the elephant uh, sort of starting to wake up and, and move in the right direction. But unfortunately I think the idea that they would be blessing this merger now kind of puts a halt on that and sends us sort of heading back in the wrong direction.
1: One of the other things Minister Champagne talked about uh when and this came up during the hearings, uh a lot about jobs. Well he says that uh one of the things that will be coming to Western Canada is a center with more jobs. That's gotta be good news.
0: Yeah, you know, I think if you it remains to be seen you know th- these types of mergers typically do not lead to an in- an overall increase in jobs uh, the companies look to cut redundant positions you know redundant from their perspective obviously not from the perspective of the people who are doing the work and so while you might see some jobs in uh appearing in calgary it's it, it remains to be seen whether there will be some other ones lost uh to to make up the difference and necessarily uh not necessarily good good new jobs but uh yeah, I mean, I think it, it remains to be seen, and it's definitely contingent.
1: We're talking with Ben Class, uh, Carleton University School of Journalism and Communication, a researcher into telecoms in this country. And this following the announcement this morning, early this morning, I thought it was going to happen after the markets close, but it uh, happened first thing in the morning, and that was Francois-Philippe Champagne, the Minister of Innovation, Science and Industry, came out, said there are a number of conditions, but... The green light, you can go ahead. Rogers, the Rogers-Shaw buyout is approved. And that is the last of the major uh, or last of any of the hurdles to allow for that to go ahead. This being the biggest move in telecom history when we talk about, uh, well, one of the biggest mergers in business, period. But telecom history, Ben, uh, what does this mean for the future,
0: well, I think, uh, you know, we've had this policy in this country where we've been trying to promote competition in these markets uh, to you know ensure that people have the types of choices that they need and have access to affordable services that they rely on in their lives and in their businesses. Uh, but a decision like this, I think it points us in another direction. You know, we can't rely on competition to provide these types of things when these essential services are controlled by a small number of very large firms. And unfortunately, in these type of circumstances, the recourse is uh, for regulation. You know, the government is going to, I think, if they want to deliver good outcomes for Canadian consumers and citizens and businesses, they're going to have to get more involved and be more sort of intrusive in terms of ensuring that those things uh, are, are actually delivered. And while, I, you know, you'd hope that competition can deliver those types of things, when we're, talk- we're not talking just about uh, sort of shoes or T-shirts here, we're talking about an essential service that we all rely on and it's going to be more important going forward that they get those rules right. It's by no means guaranteed. It's a very hard task and I hope, uh, I hope that we'll be able to make some progress in that direction. But, you know, allowing these companies to get much bigger and much more powerful is not a good sign in terms of the government's ability to actually uh, deliver those outcomes.
1: Right, when we talk about those outcomes, let's talk about the uh, phone side, the mobile side, and the rates in this country. Historically, historically, we know Canada Canada has some of the highest mobile rates in the world. And maybe that's because we have so much territory, and not a huge population, but it is the fact that we've got some of the highest rates in the world. Rogers has consistently said that this will not lead to anything more uh, with higher rates or rates going up. What do you think is going to happen here for the average Canadian? What are they going to see immediately and in the months and years ahead when it comes to phone rates?
0: I think that these companies uh, have been pretty successful at keeping the rates up. Uh, You know, they're consistently performing well for their shareholders uh, and yes, you're correct to point out that Canada has consistently scored uh, pretty highly, you know, not, not in a good way in terms of the prices that people pay for their mobile service. I think this merger uh, will really allow uh, companies like Rogers and its main competitors, Telus to continue with that trend. So while we do see that people might be getting some more gigabytes for their money uh, as time goes on, um, those you know, improvements have largely been due to uh, improvements in technology that are coming in across the board. And to competition from companies like Freedom Mobile, who've been in the marketplace as independent competitors trying to break in there. We're losing that independence going forward. And you know what? I think one of the things that's important to highlight is is that the improvements we're seeing in Canada have been much slower than they have been around the world. And so Rogers, I think, as a result of this merger, is going to be able to continue pushing back against those improvements that people in other countries are being uh, introduced to.
1: Lagging in innovation,
0: yeah, I mean, that's one of those things As we talk about 5G networks coming out, being able to serve things like connected cars and devices in your home, smart meters for your, your hydro and so on. Um, a company like Rogers, you know, when it gets control over these emerging markets, it it, it might be a little slower than if you've got more competitors offering, uh, offering their own sort of differentiated services in the market. I always like to think two heads are better than one. Uh, you know, and in this case, we're, we're we're basically going from a situation where you have three or four independent competitors in the market to three, and then Videocon, which will be heavily reliant on Rogers to provide its service. And it's not going to have as much leeway as an independent show, at least not in my opinion.
1: Well, thanks a lot for the opinions and some of the insights, including when it comes to innovation, what it might mean. As you said, uh, you know, how many heads do you have? Is it going to be one head or two or three heads? And what's better for coming up with ideas? Ben Kloss, thank you so much.
0: Thanks for having me, Chris. Have a good weekend.